What's in the queue? 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 I think that's how most of our podcasts have started lately. Lately, it's just this. Yeah. Yeah. Can't take a nap. We have discussed this in the past. Uh, I haven't heard anyone saying no. We shouldn't. Yeah. So I mean, fuck it. Do it. Nap time. Go. <laughs> do you want to pet my ears? I do want to pet your ears. Ooh. Krishana is wearing a unicorn hat. Um, yeah. It's got fluffy rainbow-colored yarn hair. Yep. It's got little dangly braid things to tie. So if you want to keep your actual human ears warm. Yeah. Well. It's super soft and warm yes. on the inside. All I see is fluff. Because this is what <laughs> I look like when I wake up in the morning. Whoa. Um, okay, I think the best way to describe it is like... Okay, do you guys remember the tall grasses in which Jurassic Park movie? I think it was the second Jurassic Park movie when they were running through the long grasses and the velociraptors were going to come after them. That's what Krishana's hair looks like this morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a morning recording. Yeah. Where's my coffee? Oh, God. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, I found it. We're good. Crisis averted. We're good. Um, now, what? Okay. So, a thing happened to me last night, and I'm still processing it emotionally. <laughs> uh, Did Bruce pee in your mouth? No. Close. But no. Uh, so... I have a lovely new jacket. Okay. A winter coat. And I have You're an old lady one that yeah. covers your butt. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I feel like it's a Dorothy Zbornak type of, like, it's long. Like, I feel like Dorothy would wear it if she was in a colder climate than Miami, right? Um, so I had said coat tossed over my couch. At some point, I had fallen off, didn't realize it. Um, and then I picked it up to go outside. And as I picked it up to swoop it over me, you know, to put it on, um, urine then went f- down my no. head, down my neck, no. into my shirt, no. down my back, no, down my leg, onto my foot, and I was like, ha, 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 Bruce, Bruce peed, ah. so Bruce had peed like on the hood no. of the coat, and I had picked it up just so, so that whole puddle had just made its way all down my body. And I was like, she gotta shower now. Feel so dirty. And I, I spent a long time in the hot shower washing and washing and scrubbing. And I was like, why? 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 Oh my God. Yeah, so my new coat has piss on it. And I still kind of feel like I have piss on my... You don't. I know. I'm, I'm going to make direct eye contact with you. It's washed off. Yeah. It's no longer on your body. Maybe. There's no pee molecules on you whatsoever. I just... I don't feel right. That's fair. But there's no pee on you. Yeah. It, like, uh, what? why does it bother me more? Like, because I'm sure I had my kids pee on me at some point. Oh, yeah. No, every, every mom has that day when you have vomit, piss, and shit. Yeah. And sometimes menstrual blood on you, too. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it's okay. But for some reason it feels worse because it's dog pee. Yeah. <sighs> so, 
you had something interesting happen to you. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely snapped you when I woke up uh, like six ish this morning, which is let's be real sleeping in for me. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so last night I had a, I'm call, I'm calling it a dream. Currently, I am calling it a dream. Um, but in the dream, I was looking out my living room windows. I saw a red dot, and then a bright flash of light. Like all those mm-hmm. scary stories where people are like taking pictures in your windows and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it was that. I mean, maybe we have a um, a fan. I mean, it's either a fan, which okay, cool. Maybe ask permission first, or <laughs> I have been talking nonstop about that alien spaceship that maybe crossed uh, through our galaxy last year. What's that? The, what is it, the Oumuamua? It was this disc-shaped item, uh-huh. I, uh, object, uh-huh. passed through our solar system, fairly close to our sun, did not get sucked in, and sped up as it went past it. What's happening? The Harvard nerds say that it is entirely possible that it is some sort of alien craft. They're not saying it's aliens, but they're like, it definitely did not come from our solar system, and we don't know what it is. But it's not necessarily aliens, but I have been talking about this ad nauseum to my friends, and I'm not going to apologize for it. What? But what? I don't know. What if, like, what if that was my first experience? I mean, it's very, very possible. It's very possible. Oh, you're gonna get probed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. Okay, so this is not an alien podcast yet. Mm, Is it? Not yet. (laughs) One step closer. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is What's in the Queue. With Krishana and Emily. And, you know, we're in the closet in the morning. In the morning. I made Krishana drink a vanilla latte that I made at home. First one. Pretty good. Loud sips. Oh, yeah. That was good. It burns so good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm on my second cup of coffee this morning. You know, I have been noticing the past two weeks, I have been having, like, multiple cups of coffee throughout mm-hmm. the day. Like, at, like, 6 p.m., I'm like, I think it's time for more coffee. It's not helping. No. No. No, because you have to go home and sleep right away. Yeah. Because you have to get up in the morning with your your children. Yes, tiny yes. humans, tiny humans. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and then argue with them about their clothing attire, which I'm pretty liberal on what you want to wear. Oh, you you have pants on? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, you want to put something funky together? I'll say, "Hey, uh technically speaking that may or may not match." Is it cl- Just so is it, you know. Is it climately appropriate? Right. Climately is also not a word, but I'm going to use it. It is now. It is now. Uh, but, you know, I also have to keep them within the parameters of the school. Sure. Uh, so they, they're they not going to wear the fuck the police shirts that I had made for them <laughs> to school? That's not true. I didn't make shirts like that. That would be funny. <laughs> uh, well, it was a, you know, it was a legging... It, Yesterday it was, I'm going to wear leggings, but then I'm going to wear these shorts with it. And I was like, that looks really cute. Actually, you're, 
got your funky vibes going. I yeah. like it. And then today it was like, no, I just want to wear the leggings, but my shirt's really short and it doesn't cover my bum or my front. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, so like you either need to wear a longer shirt or you need to put those shorts on. Okay. And it was like, no. Rage. I'm like. <sighs> Rage against the parental oversight. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to help you out. Yeah. I'm trying to help. Yeah. You got to cover your bum. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Whatever. I, uh, I have accepted, as of this weekend, yeah. winter crop tops aren't a thing in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tried. Yeah. And then I changed because it was very, very cold. <laughs> yeah. You might have to start doing, like, the bodysuit. Mm. Like, you know. Sure, okay. And then do the crop top with it. So yeah. you have something that's literally covering your skin. Yeah. But you can still rock the crop top. Sure, sure, sure. Could do that. Could do that. And then I feel like suspenders, leggings, and shorts, again, like, I feel like that's, like, a whole outfit. And then maybe some, like, like kind of like the boots you're wearing right now. Like, I've just created a whole new fashion. You basically just came up with my Punky Brewster fantasy. I was thinking of that, too. I was like, what, <laughs> and what if the suspenders were rainbow? Can I tie a bandana around my thigh? Yes. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. You can do whatever you want. This is this is America. That's true. <laughs> well, and just, you can do whatever you want. This is also true. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, you, you found us a good one this week. You know? Uh, you found us a series. Sort yeah, of. Y- yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, like, three of them, I think, yeah. on Netflix. Well, and what I'm assuming is this is some sort of British true crime series that they mm-hmm. put out one a year. Yeah. And it's just, it's fun. It's interesting. Yeah. It's what, it's, it, it, Krishana found one of those shows that you would just see on uh, Investigation Discovery or yeah. whatever the channel is where the wives always murder their husbands, like yeah. that channel. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say that too excited? Uh, <laughs> Real Crime is the series, um, and this is a very special constable. Uh, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I <laughs> well, was choking I was on my coffee. I was concerned yesterday that I was like, what if, what if, like, because there's more than one of the real crimes, what if we, oh, if we both and took we notes had, on different things? Like, one of us took notes on, like, the super special constable, <laughs> and the other one took notes on a very special constable. I yeah. can see how that could be confusing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this uh, is about when a special constable is stabbed to death outside of her home, a botched robbery is suspected until police uncover shocking clues closer to home. I, I do really like this series. I want to do more of mm-hmm. them. It was very comforting in the in in the whole setup of hey here's the crime here's what we think's what happened. Um, turns out that's not what happened. Here's what actually happened. Yeah. It was like it's forty five minutes of just true crime safety blanket. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and I needed it. I mean, it did good. you figure it out right away? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good. I mean, as most of our audience knows, we we listen to my favorite murder. Yeah. So we'll. We'll share that t-shirt at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so this is the story of Nisha Patel Nazri. Um, she was 29 years old from Wembley, London. Um, and, and hey, England, don't yell at us about mispronouncing your names or getting suburbs of London wrong. Don't yell at us. No. Thank you. Because 
because we're from America. And we just, and like, we, we want to learn. Like, yeah. you can say, hey, it's actually this. Don't yell at us. Yeah. Well, and we mess up our own stuff, so that whatever. That's true. It's cool. Um, and uh, in 2006, on May 11th, uh, just before midnight, um, Nisha was stabbed right in front of her house um, with a single stab wound to the groin region. So I'm assuming they hit that oh, they had to main the vein, femor- uh, femoral, femoral artery. artery and, yeah. uh, if you want to kill someone real quick, that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So pretty much like uh, within a half hour at the hospital, she was dead. Yeah. Um, and she seemed like such a sweet, nice... She was... She was... Uh, like living the dream. Like she was hustling. She had her own salon. Yeah. She ran a limo service with her husband. Yeah. She had like all these different businesses. And on top of that, because she loved her neighborhood, she loved her community. She volunteered as an unpaid, uh, what they call special constable. It would be like, it'd be like a volunteer fireman or a volunteer police officer. Someone who is there patrolling the community, keeping an eye on the community. And if somebody needs help, they're there instantaneously versus having to wait for someone to come from the med. Right. uh, You know, a while away. Yeah. Um, Fadi, her husband, um, he was heading out to play what? They called it snooker and I didn't Google it, but we, you know what? Let's break up our no look up rule and keep talking about Fadi. Uh, and I'll look that up. uh, They were married for three years. Um, he, was the driver for these limo businesses that they had. Um, and, uh, by all appearances, they seem to have a good marriage yeah. from the outside. Loved each other very much. Um, and then her brother, Kate, Katen. Yeah. I think it was Katen. Uh, he like literally lived just right, right down the street yeah, from just them. Down around the corner. Um, they seem to be very close brother and sister. Um, just, so just really like, Normal people, just yeah. not a lot of drama in the life, just loving and living and laughing and having, you know, living yeah. life. Yeah. Um, snooker is basically billiards. Still a, pool. A pool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. So Fatty and a friend were heading to go play snooker. Mm-hmm. Um, when he got the call uh, about Nisha, and Caton was asleep. And he got the phone call. And he got the phone call, and he just bolted right down the street to her. Um, Uh, From from what the police said, uh, DCI Nick Scola, there was blood everywhere, mm -hmm. all along the pavement. Um, And they made it sound like it was very, very, I mean, obviously, it would be a very troubling scene to walk up on, especially if you had just left your wife. Right. And you were, or you were asleep in bed and you wake up and your loved one is now a pile of blood on the street. Like, that would be awful. Right. Um, yeah, Nick Scola was talking about that what they saw was no forced entry. Um, ex- nothing was taken except for one large kitchen knife and they thought that that was, you know, a good chance that that could be the murder weapon. Um, they started interviewing neighbors. Um, one neighbor saw a man in all black running away from the scene and others saw the same man fitting that description, kind of like looping around the neighborhood um, right laughs. before the murder. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, 
uh, Fadi decides to say, uh, not decides, he tells them that five days before there was like an attempted robbery um, where they tried to break in um, and they couldn't get in and so they ran off. Um, and that was, that was two guys trying to break in, like pounding, hammering at the door. Yeah, with like Could, a crowbar. Yeah, couldn't get in. Cut to night of the murder. Fadi says that oh, there's some there's a key missing. I, we we've lost a house key. Yeah, and it's missing. And oh, maybe that was used to open the door. Yeah, maybe. Mm, maybe. Um, like there was literally a large amount of money sitting right in the living room. Yeah, um, uh, Nisha was counting out her salon's takings for the day, yeah. and like she she was like running her running the books that evening before bed and just had all of her money sitting out on the table and none of that was gone. Yeah. So hmm. probably not a break in. Definitely not a break in or not a robbery. They're dumb. Um, then, uh, Fadi's like, okay, so I have this voicemail or this recorded conversation from this couple, another business to where I sold our limousine but the deal was that I could come get it for these couple of um, rides that I had already booked with the right. limo. Right. Um, that way he could finish out his contract. Yeah. So uh, he decides to go and gets the, this limousine. Meanwhile, the people that... He repossesses. Yeah. He, bo- he, says, he repossesses it. the limousine um, from Scotland. From Yeah, from Scotland. He drove up to Scotland to get this limousine. Uh, and the people that had bought the limousine were like, F you, you sold us a crappy limousine in the first place, so we're not honoring that deal. Yeah. But then he just comes and takes it anyways, so... Give him a re- fucking limo. Yeah. <laughs> the, the recorded conversation was basically like, it, you bring back my car right now, or we're going to fuck you up. We're going to fuck you up. We're going to fuck your wife up. We're going to break all of your legs. Yeah. This was not an up. idle threat. Cut to it actually was yeah. an idle threat. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this is Fadi like going, oh, you know, maybe it was them. Well, and or... at this time, Fadi hands over the phone mm-hmm. as evidence. Yeah. Are uh, setting something up? Can what? You, can what? You, do you feel like we're setting something up? No. No. Yes. <laughs> um, they also, the detectives also found the knife in the storm drain. Um, and they discover there's um, the uh, CCTV footage that it shows like just beyond where that drain is. But they can see this car pull up right to where that drain is. Mm-hmm. And a perfect amount of time to drop something in the drain. Which apparently it takes about seven to eight seconds to get out of your car, drop a knife down a drain, get back in your car, and drive away. Yeah. Just in case you need that reference. Yeah. Uh, and then they they can catch the car pulling away. They can't see the license plate. But what they do see is uh, an antenna on top, which mm-hmm. is not common for that vehicle which is a Audi A4. Yes. Um, and then they also noticed that one of the license plate light bulbs is out. Okay. So they've right. got a good little lead to look for that car. Yeah, so it's okay. So we've got a murder weapon. We yep. have a potential vehicle. We do have a potential suspect description of yep. a, a heavyset, uh, potentially black guy wearing all black. 
we know that there's a good chance they just used this missing key to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> then as they're looking at this phone... The, the one that Fadi had turned in with the threatening Scottish people on there. Uh, they realize that he has been having an affair with uh, a Laura oh. Maquin. Maquin. Like, I literally couldn't read my writing. That's okay. Um, um, she was a Lithuanian sex worker who had basically stopped charging Fadi. Yeah. And when this information comes out, the police are like, okay, well, obviously we need to check her out. Yeah. Shocker, she didn't kill uh, Nisha. Yeah. Uh, cut to finding out about... Fadi's former employ- employments and yeah. business operations. Yeah, because like it was like once the uh, um, Nisha's family oh, yeah. finds out about the uh, Laura, yeah. then they're, they're like, like oh, okay, so... the rest of the tea about yeah, Fadi. Yeah, and they basically spill all of their beans. Um, Fadi was running an escort business, um, and Nisha was like, you need to stop, like... This is ridiculous. Stop. Yeah. You know, um, and she was using all of her money. Her money bought the house. Her money started the limo company. company, um, And uh, they the family also started saying, like, how worried Fadi was about what they may find on that phone and his connections to the underworld. And he's like, well, you know, I, I got a lot of dodgy people on my phone. I got a lot of dodgy people on my phone. Okay, okay, Fadi, we get it. Yeah. Like, calm down. Obviously, <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong, right? Right. Right? Right? Hmm. Mm. Cut to <laughs> one of the people on his phone was Roger Leslie. He was a known drug dealer and a doorkeeper. Is that a bouncer? That's a bouncer. Okay. Um. Yeah, he was known also as an enforcer. He mm-hmm. was the muscle that you would call in for, like... John McAfee would would call this guy if John right. McAfee was in England. Right. Yeah. Um, also, this dude had some elaborate facial, facial enhancements. Fur- no, no, no. As the police called it, facial furniture. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, basically, uh, R- Roger Leslie said that he had had a stud, a, fa- a face, a face stud. Yeah. P- pierced for every. Uh, person that he had lost that had been killed and he had about 12 yeah (laughs) interesting way to remember your lost loved ones hey listen you know if the piercing makes you think of the ones who have gone before you and that's a way that you stay connected to your loved ones i'm not i'm not going to be mad about the facial piercing no 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 i'm a little more upset about his business dealings yeah to be honest i was just saying it it was (laughs) interesting like the correlation between oh sure people that have died and and i will say it was very lovely uh sparkly like diamonds oh, and he such. had some he had some i'm gonna okay this is this is diamonds. assuming a lot i think they were cubic zirconia yeah i'm not a diamond dealer i don't know maybe yeah. he did spend the money on the good shit i don't know that's his money he can do what he wants but he had really nice arrangements of rows. Like, everything yeah. was very balanced. Like, he's very lucky that he's had, like, 12 people <laughs> die and not 13 people die. Because then he'd have, like, one random piercing, one extra one on one cheek or the other. And it would be offset and it would be annoying. And then he'd have to go lose another person so that it would be even on both sides again. And, I mean, really, just I, I just hope he doesn't have any more. That coffee's kicking in hard. Real hard. <laughs> um, and... 
uh, uh, Paul Webb, you know, was the detective who was kind of interrogating him. Um, and then they start realizing uh, Fatty and Roger were having lots of phone calls back and forth right around the time that Nisha was murdered. Yeah. Um, Fadi had told the police that um, he got two phone calls the night of the murder. Um, one, uh, when he was out with his friends to mm-hmm. go play snooker, one, he said, was a potential client yeah. uh, for a limo gig. Um, and then the other was about Nisha's murder. Got, Shocker, Fadi lies. What? Yeah. He had gotten a, a call from what he had said was the friend. Yeah. Was a potential client. Uh, it's actually Roger Leslie. What? Uh, basically telling him, hey, it's done. Yeah. Uh, and then they're checking out Roger's phone calls. Um, and they run into a dude named Tony Emanuel. Hey, guess what kind of car Tony Emanuel drives? What? 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 It's a silver Audi A4 saloon with an aerial and a broken tail or a broken license plate light. Shut the front door. Isn't that so weird? Such a kawinky dink. Um, and Tony was hanging out with someone else. Uh, his name was Jason Jones. Um, and he fit the description perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Jones was a heavyset black guy um, who had also... I don't feel like we should always judge people for their prior convictions. No. But when you have 75 convictions and a lot of them are for violent acts, I could see how you might look suspicious yeah. to police. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might catch hey, up on their radar. Guess who Jason Jones uh, was also an acquaintance of? Who? 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 Roger Leslie. Nuh-uh. Really? What? For um... So, basically, Tony's the one who first breaks and uh, starts spilling the beans a little bit about his involvement and who he was with. Um, But to Jason, he... I mean, to Tony, he was just taking Jason to go collect a debt uh, that somebody owed for a drug deal. Yeah, yeah. He was literally... He he was just like, I, I was just driving. Yeah. I was just hired to drive this guy to this address. I didn't have anything else to do with anything. Uh, so... What what ends up... With pretty solid police work... Yeah. The knot gets untangled. Yeah. And we find out that Fadi hired Roger Leslie to find a contract killer for him. Uh, Roger Leslie hires Jason Jones. Yep. To do the killing. Yep. And hires Tony Emanuel to drive. Yeah. Uh, the question remains, though, why? Like, why, Fadi? Why would you kill your boss wife, who is amazing and a really good person? And, and paying you, for everything. And pays for everything. Oh, because you want more. Oh, You know, like right. a 350,000-pound life insurance... I don't know what that translates to in U.S. currency, U.S. But dollar's a lot. not doing great right now, but it's still a lot of money. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot more than the 70 to 80,000 pounds that they had in interest in, on their yeah. debts. Yeah. So. So you're a turd burglar. Yeah. Um, cut to 2007. They finally arrested Fadi, and he wouldn't say anything. Jason wouldn't talk either. 
um, February 28th, all of them were charged with her murder. Mm-hmm. And then in 2008, um, Fadi gets life. Tony's acquitted because they did realize that he literally did not know it was for a murder. Right. Um, Jason gets life and Roger gets life. Um, and Fadi, like with his life sentence, he has to have 20 years minimum. minimum. Um. Now's the part in the episode when I start raging. Do you see? Do you see I was my? Like, do you see my notes? Dude, Stranger Things like all jumped uh, up on you. Yeah. No. Um. So during the trial, uh, you know, if you were writing a newspaper article, yeah, about a, a woman who had been brutally murdered, yeah, by a contract killer, yeah. uh, arranged by her husband. Uh, what would you write an article about? Uh, well, I personally wouldn't write that Nisha was all involved in this big, huge drug ring and uh, in- involved in all of Fadi's uh, criminal affairs and all of his criminal friends. Yeah. Um, and, and basically blame her for her own murder. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't do no, that. No, no. Some people shocker, British tabloids did. Uh. Right. Um, which uh, so apparently one time she had used her badge in a slightly more official capacity than she had the authority to do so. Yeah. She had already been investigated for it. She'd already been told up, told off, and written for it. Yeah. And it hadn't happened again. Yeah. But no, let's uh, let's go ahead and blame her for everything. Yeah. It's definitely her fault. Yeah. Definitely the murdered woman's fault. Definitely. Ugh. Anger. Angry nuts. They are very. They are very angry. They look like somebody that um, has been in an asylum for a while, like mm-hmm. a like in the nineteen forties asylum. I was so angry. I forgot to. I forgot how to spell side businesses. <laughs> and so it's just some squiggles. But I know that it says side businesses. But that one S definitely looks like a three. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this is, this was a really, I don't want to, okay, I don't want to say a show about murder was fun, but this was a nice change of pace Yeah. to some of the other stuff that we've been, uh, watching lately, that I've been reading on Twitter lately. Yeah. That, yeah, this is just a nice little comfy true crime blanket that mm-hmm. I wrapped around myself yesterday and really, really liked. Nice. So, I definitely want to do more. I want to do some of the others. Yeah. We'll sprinkle those in. We still need to go back and do some of the um, those PBS documentaries. Yeah. Well, yeah. and we have, like, a, a good little bucket of suggestions from we our did. listeners. Thank you. Thank you, listener Steve, for sending in those suggestions on Amazon Prime. One day, Krishan and I are going to have some Prime, although I think we might have a friend that could hook us up with some Prime access to watch those. Word. Yeah. Um, what were those? Do you remember off the top of your head? Nope. Listener Steve sent in... Uh, Perfect uh, bid, the contestant who knew too much, and Dead Man's Line, which that one is about Tony Curtis. And if, have you have you ever heard that story? Mm-mm. Tony Curtis, uh, just real short. Well, I I do want to watch this. Basically, took his banker hostage for a few days. Oh, I'm not gonna tell you anything else than that. Fun, 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 yeah. fun. And it happened in Indianapolis. Yay! Yay. Uh, then listener Mike. Uh, I already forgot the name of it again. He suggested 
Icarus? Icarus, yeah, about yeah. the Russian doping scandal. Yes. Yes, that, I've, looks really I've heard good. really good things about that one. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. Because I'm going to go, like, run five miles now or something. I don't know. Why? Coffee. No. <laughs> All okay, right. bye. All right, we love you. Bye.